On this episode of BTS, we talk all things Mama Japan. Erica and I give our thoughts on BTS's fashion on and off the red carpet, the awards they have racked up thus far, and we also break down each performance in depth. Join us as we revisit a night to remember. Let's get it. So we're back. <laughs> hey, everybody. Sorry if we're like low energy. So Molly, <laughs> let's just jump into it. Do you want to explain why we might be zombie-like versions of ourselves? <laughs> well, I know why I'm a zombie. Once again, I stayed up last night watching the Mama Awards Yeah, so I stayed up watching Mama last night, and I originally wasn't going to because I didn't know that BTS was performing at the Japan Awards. When Mama released, like, their dates and everything, or we were looking into it, they had only said BTS would be performing at their main show in Hong Kong on the 14th. So, didn't really think anything about it, and then the day before, I see that they're performing in Japan, which it was the fans choice show. So we've mentioned um, previously that there were three different shows in three different cities. It kicked off in Seoul on um, the first night. And that was more for like rookies and up and coming idols. And then they did a lot of, a lot of like the behind the scenes awards for like directors and choreographers and all that stuff. So then the award show last night was the fans' choice. So all the awards given out were um, were all voted on by fans. And then the main show in Hong Kong is on the 14th, and that's the major awards and all of the awards that are voted on by, like, a panel and things. The votes do count a small portion from fans, but it's not like the fans' choice was last night. I stayed up again. The show started, well, the red carpet started at 2 a.m. my time, and the show started at 4. These shows are so long. It lasted again till like, 7.30. And once again, BTS just always gives me this crazy energy after I watch them, and I couldn't go to sleep, and I didn't fall asleep till I don't know. I got about two hours of sleep, and then I had to go to work. Here I am, though, recording. Uh, I'm glad we're recording right after sometimes we wait a day or two but this was just too much to handle so we had to record right right away yeah my story is a little different I stayed up really late last night but it wasn't to catch the awards I was playing video games with my boyfriend um nothing major I play like Mario (laughs) (laughs) we were playing Mario Party but (laughs) I was checking in with Molly every once in a while to be like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Um, And I figured if I could hang in there, I might try to see it live, but I definitely couldn't. So I peaced out right before, I guess, they came out on stage. You did. It was like 30 minutes before. (laughs) So I had to wait until I woke up the next day to see the performance. It was pretty amazing. So... We are going to get into that. We're going to talk about everything we saw. There's a lot going on. 
in this and yeah we're so excited well, yeah, I um I always like to start with the red carpet, and it was really good. Again, uh, the MMAs were really good, so they've just got progressively better as we've been watching these award shows. And BTS comes in, and they were all wearing. Usually, they're all in Gucci or at least V's in Gucci, but they were wearing uh, Christian Dior's new line, and so they all looked really good. And I've seen a big theme of the red carpets have been people wearing a lot of black. And occasionally there'll be like one or two different groups that's either in white or they have a little bit of color. BTS actually came out and they were all in, they all looked so good. They all had different, different suits on. V had this like baby pink suit on and his shirt looked probably, it was probably silk and it had bright colored flowers on it and it his hair is a little bit lighter now it's kind of faded from that dark red so it was like a really dark pink and he just looked really good and sugar looked so tiny again he had on kind of like an oversized coat and he looked really small jimin had on a long coat but it didn't it didn't like dwarf him at all he looked really good it, it looked a little more tailored to him and j-hope suit was my favorite actually he's been kind of off the wall lately and this was a little off the wall but it was a black black pants and like a black top but they had um bees on them little bees like the a bumblebee it was so cute and he had these glasses on he looked really good and see i was i was actually gonna ask you like or say like we should do our like best dressed like portion but obviously you said that j-hope you're feeling j-hope Oh, um, no, they were. I don't have a favorite. They're all they were all <laughs> looking good. Like I wasn't finished. Like every single one. I'm going to say like the, <laughs> they were they were it. And even Jungkook, he just had on like a simple navy suit, but it wasn't like a tailored suit. And um, it had like a deep V and he definitely did not have a shirt on underneath it. You could tell. And Jin had on, he had on like a white suit and um, his had a deep V too. And he didn't have a shirt on underneath it. And RM had a white suit on too, but they all looked so good. And they just, they all know how to work the red carpet and they just own it. And it was, it was a lot of fun. I just, I love to see what they're going to wear. It really gets me excited. And I can't wait to see what they're going to be wearing in Hong Kong either. What I like about this red carpet um, more than some of the ones we've seen in the past couple of months, I guess you could say, is I like the just diversity of it comparatively. Mm-hmm. Like you said, normally we're seeing the tailored black suits, maybe something else a little here and there. It was nice to see V in a little bit more fitted of a suit <laughs> rather <Yeah>. than swimming <laughs> around and like elephant yes elephant legs or whatever but um I really like that I like the diversity in colors and everything like that and obviously it's really hard to pick like a favorite and if we did it's like a personal favorite they all look really really good um I'd say the most unique and the most surprising um outfit for me is Suga's and it's not just Mm -hmm. because he's my bias but it's really what he's wearing like it's not really anything I've seen him wear before outside of the context of like them performing on stage and um, it's really like ornate and bright and we're just not really used to that. So that seems like a really step in, uh, out of his comfort zone in terms of what he's wearing. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was really interesting. But they all look so good and well styled. And yeah, this is so far my favorite look that I've seen them wear on the red carpet of any award show. 
me too and it just keeps getting better like I feel like I say that in every (laughs) and everyone and then they just keep keep getting better and yeah I can't wait for tomorrow night in Hong Kong and see what they're wearing I kind of like them coming up um, to the red carpet and dressing a little bit more distinctly from each other um, and showing some of their personality. So enjoy. And oh, another thing that was really cute on this red carpet is they they interviewed everyone that came up and there, there were quick little interviews. But the MCs were all they were all really good. And there was one she's multilingual. I know she definitely speaks Japanese, Korean and English. And who knows what other languages uh, she speaks. They did like a little, they were calling it a little like a photo challenge. So they would say a keyword to the group or the person they were interviewing. And then they had to do their little hand signs. You know, every, like they do the um, the finger hearts or every group has their little like fan signs and hand signs that they do. And like BTS does the hearts and all this stuff. And it was super cute. And so when BTS came up, uh, they said one of their keywords was idol. So almost every one of the guys does the same thing. Um, and they all do like a pose from idol. And then Suga is just doing this like weird thing. And it's so funny. It's all over Twitter. And there's there's a bunch of gifts being made about it. And it's so cute. Um, you should definitely try to look for it if you can, because he just and he's like squatting down. So he looks really small compared to everybody else and he's in between v and Jin, so he looks even shorter and it's just really funny it's so cute yeah i have to look that up yeah so this show was also really good it was crazy there were so many people there like if if you look at the pictures or you watch uh the video of their performance it looks like a bts concert like it looks like they sold out city field or like their recent concert in taiwan they were at like a sports stadium that holds thousands and thousands of people and it's completely full and that's what this was and I didn't realize how big it was because award shows here aren't that big as far as like fans attending there are certain award shows that yeah you get a lot of fans that are able to attend but it's not like that like it looked like there were like a hundred thousand people there or something I don't really know how many that that venue holds I actually I actually just looked it up because oh, I was awesome. curious because I had the same impression. I was like, oh, my gosh, there are so many people. It's like the whole world is in this arena. Actually, the numbers are disappointing when you think about how many people it looked like. So apparently the capacity, spectator capacity is about 37,000. Maybe they can fit a little bit more because of the way the stage was. It was like kind of a small stage in the middle, not like cutting off any part of the arena, you know. So we're thinking about maybe forty to 45,000 maybe. But it is the third largest indoor arena in the world. So oh, wow. even though it's less people than you would think, because like here in the United States, our college football stadiums are like really big. They're right. like 100,000 plus people. So this looked bigger than that to me. <laughs> it did. It looked like there were at least 100,000 people there. Um, I mean, still, like if you think 40,000 people at an award show, it was and everybody had their light sticks and it looks real it was it was really cool. I would love to attend one of those. Oh my gosh. Um I was actually thinking about that because when they were performing and we'll talk about this but like when they were performing it was th- okay so the stage is in like the middle of the arena, right? So all sides 
mm-hmm. there's you can see something. But you know, of course, whenever anyone like performs, a lot of times they focus on like one side as the front. So right. you might be getting the back view, and you know, it's like, oh, I want to see their faces and everything. And so I was thinking about that. I'm like, if I were there, would I be disappointed? I'd be like, no. I'm like. I'd be like, take what I can get. I want to go see BTS so bad. And I would just be like, oh. And also, I'll just talk about this now. The fans are so subdued sometimes in the crowds. Like, you can hear the Mm -hmm. screaming. I hear the screaming. The screaming's really loud. So it's not that. But when they zoom in on people in the crowd, it's like they zoom in on the most, like, calm Mm -hmm. people ever who are just like, whatever. I could be sleeping right now definitely a cultural thing because that's been at every single award show that's been if you watch any um performances of bts when they're in korea that's exactly how every performance is the you do yeah you get the screaming and and stuff like that when they start but during the performance everybody just watches the performance they don't flip out they're not that's that's something i just noticed as well thinking about it everyone's not sitting there recording on their phones and they're they're actually watching and paying attention to the performance which doesn't happen here in the states like everyone watches it through their phone screen because they they want to record and oh i have to capture this moment but they don't actually enjoy it in the moment and i i don't see as many people doing that when bts is performing in korea which is really interesting. They they actually like enjoy and watch the performance instead of just trying to record it on their phones. No, I totally agree. I just don't understand how they can do it. And I know it's a cultural thing, like you're saying, but like I don't know that I would have any sort of sense of restraint no matter oh, what. Oh, no, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I would be going crazy. Um, so yeah, anytime they zoomed in on people, and I, I'm sure that there are people also freaking out. I mean, these screams are coming from some bodies, you know, right. but like, I feel like the people they chose to focus on were just like, do 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 like i'm like how can you do that when jimin is in front of you his sweat is flinging onto like your body and your face they're gyrating doing everything and you're just like not phased at all like oh my gosh like i would be dead by like the first time they stepped out oh yes yeah even just being in the same room and like breathing their same air i would be on the floor so i i don't know how they do it either they they have very very good self control which I do not have so <laughs> <laughs> me neither so yeah we could definitely learn something from them and it'd probably be better so that because yes. completely freaked out if we ever meet them <laughs> one day but probably won't happen so <laughs> well let's uh let's get into their performances um all the performances were really good again. Uh, I really liked the stage and how it was. And um, there was like a big thing hanging in the middle that whenever there was like nominations and stuff would like pop up and show who the nominees were and all that stuff. And that was utilized in all of the performances and it would like it could come down and like do all this stuff. And it was really cool. So all the performances, again, were really, really good. And (laughs) because I've been watching all of these award shows i'm actually starting to like other k-pop groups don't tell bts oh Um, my gosh this is breaking (laughs) news (laughs) i definitely do not have time or room in my life to stay in another group but i will say i have downloaded some other albums on spotify and have been listening to some other groups 
that are really good. The music is really good, but I don't have time to learn who they all are and all of that stuff right now because BTS is just too much. Like we literally have no time. Like I went to bed for two hours, I went to work and then I came home and ate dinner and we're recording this podcast. So (laughs) I've had no time for anything but BTS today. So definitely don't have room for another group to stand, but I have started liking some other K-pop music, just to let you know. Yeah, disappointing. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I mean, I think that's only natural. If this is like a genre that speaks to you and you're exposed to it and you like it, then like, I think that's awesome. So I personally am only zoning in on BTS. Like Molly said, it's like, what do you have time for? I'm not watching the awards live. So really, I'm only seeing BTS. I don't even see the other performances. But I'm sure that there's stuff in other artists that I would like. Um, But like I said, right now, (laughs) I just don't have the time energy room. (laughs) What I found so interesting about this performance is it is a continuation in a sense of the last performance that we talked Mm -hmm. about on the last award show. Which was the, oh gosh. Uh, the what MMAs. Were we on? <laughs> the Melon <was> like, <laughs> Which M are we on this time? What letter are we on? I know. I'm like, uh, it's all like whatever. So the MMAs, not to be confused with the MGAs or the MAMAs. <laughs> <laughs> this is a continuation. So we talked all about that in, I think it was our last episode or the episode before our last episode. We talked about that award show. So if you want to hear that and our reaction to that performance, you can listen to that there. But this is a continuation of that one with like the theming and it kind of like picks off, picks up where that one like sort of left off in terms of the beginning with the, you know, masks and everything. But the difference with this one is like when they had like kind of these captions, they were in English this time. So I was like, yay. (laughs) I feel like they were using lyrics from fake love Mm -hmm. um, to lead into fake love. And they had these like really digital projections onto each of the guys faces. And they were all kind of like in this background of outer space in the beginning. Although, okay, can we talk about that? Because all of them were like in like one area of space and then J-Hope comes up and he's like on the sun or like, (laughs) (laughs) that's because he's he's the sunshine. (laughs) So I was just like, uh, J-Hope's not on the same planet as they are. <laughs> no, he's not. He he isn't in real life either. But yes, yeah, so they're all wearing they're all wearing white and they're focused on their faces at points and they have like this projection, like Erica was saying, but the projections on their faces look like different kind of masks. She was saying before there were like captions, so they would say like who am I? Um, I don't know who I am. So I would like pull little, little things from fake love. And basically what the message was, is they started out not knowing who they were and wearing these masks and not being who they were and trying to hide who they were behind these masks. And then the little video continues and it starts talking about learning to love themselves. Then the projections It it was actually really cool. So say the mask was projected on RM's face and then it would fade, it would fade out and they all had like a different, um, a different way of, of taking the mask off. So this projection would, would fade off or come off in a certain way and they were taking their mask off. And then, oh my gosh, one of my favorite parts in this was when they did Jimin's, Jimin's mask comes off and then it's like, 
a bright light basically behind them. And Jimin literally looks like an angel. There's like fake wind, you know, blowing and his hair's ruffling in the wind. And there's this very like opaque pale light shining on him. And the background is lit up and white and he legit looks like an angel. And then he does this little smile and it's like, oh, we're finally learning who we are. We finally are who we are and can show who we re- who we truly are and take our masks off. And it was it was so cool. And it's they always have such great messages. And it was cool, but a little creepy at times in the sense that, like, there were a couple of clown masks like mm-hmm. thrown in. And I was like, OK, this is like starting to feel like a scary movie at points. I'm a little creeped out, but I'm intrigued. This is thrilling. So um, anyway, that's just what I'm saying. That was my impression. But um, it didn't. It was, <laughs> it was a little dark, like, and 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 it was supposed to be, um, because they're you know they're hiding behind these masks and they're in this like dark period of their lives of not knowing who they are and and trying to hide who they are and um, not knowing if they should show who they truly are. And so there were some almost kind of psychological things going on, and they're they're. I thought it was really cool. The part it showed multiple of the guys and they're all like moving their heads around really fast. And like the, um, the projections keep like fluttering in and out. And it did kind of look, it was very horror movie esque, but it was really cool. And, um, whoever their art directors are on all this stuff, like props to you guys, because it was, it was great. Yeah. Kings creating art, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So then, um, like, that portion ends and you know if you've seen fake love perform before well actually no I guess they don't start off like this I think that's more of an I uh, uh, save me right yeah um, this was this was totally different and this was also a different version of fake love this was the rock and vibe version of fake love so there's um there's a regular version of fake love and then there's like a rock version that they have on one of their albums as well and so that's what this one was so the music was different on the intro and then their actual intro was different too. Yeah. I noticed that throughout the performance, like their arrangement definitely was Mm -hmm. different. I was like, Oh, that's what, that's really interesting. Um, But what I was going to say is that like, I was confusing it a little bit with I'm uh, save me, but they started off on the ground kind of like that where, you know, Tay was zoomed in, but instead of it being just the guys, it's like, again, 70 billion people (laughs) (laughs) they are employing like a whole like countries of people everywhere they go um so there's a ton of people like on the ground and like it they zoom up and then they kind of like scatter it's like i don't even know how to describe this this is something you really need to see but surround okay i have to talk about this surrounded surrounding the stage or like by the stage or covering the stage i don't even know how to say are these huge hands that have like these broken like tattered like ribbons or whatever and that really reminded me of the last performance Mm -hmm. when they started off the performance and they were kind of like in these like little closet things and there was like all these like ribbons kind of like strung throughout and there's like some more like i don't even know what to say (laughs) threads that are kind of like coming together but these hands also reminded me of back in the day. <laughs> it's time for my back in the day segment. In sync. Yes, in sync. So here's a history lesson for all of you out there. Um, 
NSYNC at the height of their career had an album called No Strings Attached, and they had a lot of like marionette, you know, mm-hmm. visuals, and they kind of based um, one of their biggest concerts like around it. So they came out like on these strings and like, you know, oh, you know, they're like puppets and whatever. And so this really brought me back to that. And it made me like be like, this is what I'm saying. BTS is like my mo- modern day in sync on a different level. You know what I mean? But like still that love is there. And I feel like they've reincarnated in sync in a form that is even stronger and better than I love. But if you want a little history lesson or you want to kind of see some imagery that's kind of like similar, obviously it's not identical and at the least, but like it's reminiscent. Um, that's what I thought of when I saw these gigantic hands. Yeah, they definitely looked like marionette hands because they're kind of they're they're bent at the wrists and they look almost like they're broken and then they have the the ribbons and stuff hanging off of them and it does all of this ties in the masks the hands the ribbons everything ties into their last performance at the mmas of fake love but then they're they're all wearing black and again it started off really dark it was actually kind of hard to see the very beginning of the dance and there was a lot of really cool choreography going on and I wonder if you could see it a lot better there uh than you could on the screen because they didn't they didn't have anything lit up really well yeah um at the very beginning it was actually really hard and the first performance I saw wasn't like the best quality so Mm -hmm. like I didn't know what was going on (laughs) so like you know I knew it wasn't BTS I knew it was like the thing so I was just like oh my gosh I want to see what's going on like and I knew I could see some parts but then when I watched it again after that and I found like a better like crisper quality I was like oh my gosh I was missing so much stuff when I first saw this (laughs) it was BTS like it wasn't just like dancers like they were dancing too yeah yeah, and like, but there's just so much detail that like, right. if you didn't have like the right internet connection or the right whatever, I'm like, you can't. Okay, listen, I appreciate fans putting stuff up, especially because like they do it so quickly, and I didn't get to see like the live broadcast, so I'm not hating on that. But I feel like you do need to have like a pretty legit internet connection and speed because they move so much. So if you are gonna upload and be like one of the biggest ones to upload that would be nice because like again I got to actually see it again and see like the crispness but because I watched the first one that wasn't like that same like level like I feel like I missed out on a lot of like the details and I would have really loved to have seen it like the first time but okay it's okay you know these are first world complaints right okay so um (laughs) I know my internet wasn't the clearest right okay so anyway this part is just so cool when you actually get to see it. Molly's right. It is really dark. And the, I mean, I understand why it's dark because of the feeling. Um, but you really have to have some high quality. But can we talk about the biggest thing in this? I mean, there's a lot going on. The leather pants. Okay, wait, there's so much. going on. <laughs> there's leather pants. They're all over the place. And I'm not sure. Is it this moment? Or not when we see the gymnastics move of the century from Jungkook. Um. Yeah. So Him wait a and <laughs> he, he and J-Hope both. Like, <laughs> like what the heck? I was like, these guys are already amazing at everything, and they've never done that. I've never seen them do that on stage. They pull out a split that is worthy of a gold medal at the Olympics. Like, synchronized. I- I knew Jungkook was flexible. Um, there's a lot of memes on 
because Jimin is super, super flexible, and so is J-Hope. On V-Live, J-Hope used to, he doesn't do it anymore, and I wish he would bring this back. J-Hope, bring it back. It's called Hope on the Street. And so what he would do would, um, he practices, J-Hope practices his dance by himself a lot, and he practices his different forms of dance. He'll practice hip-hop, he'll practice freestyle, and he just practices, like, that form for like hours to to perfect it and so he started doing he had called it hope on the street he would just video himself on v live he would get on v live and dance and every now and then he would have a guest come on and uh usually it was jimin jimin loved to go on there with him and dance with him and there's one episode like they're both stretching and they're super super flexible and both of them can just like full-on do the splits and there's a bunch of memes of like their flexibility levels and Suga's definitely the least flexible, but Jungkook is kind of up there with Jimin and J-Hope, but I didn't realize that he could do what he did. And I was was shocked. Even in the dark, I could see that. And I was just like, Whoa. (laughs) I have like six different gifts saved of that moment. (laughs) and like i can watch it like i'm watching it right now i can literally watch this gif like uh i mean i have watched it a hundred times i can watch it a hundred thousand times it's absolutely insane yeah so they were coming out on a different level in a way we hadn't seen and okay i know this isn't the olympics but the way he bam down (laughs) into the split and comes he comes back up like a marionette doll like he okay they started the performance off in space, but I feel like they're defying gravity on the stage. Like the way he comes up, like both of them, it's both- like total. It's in. It's in sync. <laughs> How they come up, they are like in sync together. They are synced up together when they come up, and it's it's absolutely ridiculous. It's and- like an actual marionette just pulled him up. It's not even like he did it on his. Oh, will or body you know what I mean like oh my gosh so if you can you need to see this split over and over again um, I'm going to try to find some gifts to link in the show notes because you need to just see it on repeat everybody does yeah I'm sorry I can't I can't focus right now because I'm watching this gif over and over and over again <laughs> me too but I'm, I'm just like so impressed even more oh down <laughs> every single time he does it like that hurts me like it hurts thinking about it but it's not just like a split it's like a bam down with impact but then his arms are places he's sparkling he comes up as an origami paper swan like it's amazing oh my goodness okay i gotta stop watching this because this is (laughs) we're gonna have our whole podcast just on this oh i can't stop okay i gotta close the window gotta close I mean, I could have a whole podcast on the black leather pants that they wore. So um, we could definitely have a whole podcast about this one gif right here, too. But I was just like, they are bringing us things. Like, here's the thing. How can you bring us things we've never seen before? We've never experienced from you Mm -hmm. before when you're already on another level. Like, how do you do? I like want to cry. How do you do this? How do you? Be so amazing. I did. I cried multiple times during their performance, to be honest. <laughs> I cried in the um in the intro 
part. And then <laughs> when they started fake love, when they were like doing crazy stuff and fake love, I cried. And then when we'll get into their second performance, but I cried a little bit in that too. So like, we are never going to survive a concert. Like, no, we might, we oh might as goodness. well not even, even go <laughs> save ourselves the money because it's just going to be medical bills. Like, come yep. on, let's just add money on because here's the thing. Okay, back in the day, <laughs> um, I did get the opportunity to see sync, and I wasn't anywhere close, but it didn't matter, you know, and I remember freaking out so bad just, like, when, like, the concert started. I, re- I re- That was, like, what, 18 years ago now, and I still can, like, feel it, and, like, that moment, and it's just overwhelming, and you're like, oh, my gosh, the people that I love so much who make the music that means so much to me in my life that I love so much are right there on stage in this same vicinity as me, and I'm here witnessing this. I can only imagine what that would be like to see BTS. Yes. Because, like I said, I feel like they're, like, in sync 2.0 to me, like, a different level, like, higher, to be honest, a higher level of execution and other things, too. I definitely feel like they're, like, in that same, like, sort of vibe, having an impact that's similar and obviously eclipsing, but, you know, whatever. Um, It still, like, gives me similar vibes, you know, and just so talented. So I don't, I don't know what I do. And if they pull out this... Like, if we're there in the pit, first of all, we can't even be in the pit because we ain't, we're not going to make it. But let's say we do. Let's say someone props us up, <laughs> splashes some water in our faces, and we're back up. If a split comes close to me. Oh, my. Uh, uh-uh. It's no. done. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have even gotten to that point, but if I miraculously had made it to that point I uh-uh, I would have been passed out on the floor okay and I'm gonna share something that I probably shouldn't share but I'm also a big fan of Britney Spears I know it's different she's not like a live singer the way BTS and other people are I love Britney Spears thank you and what she has like or at least in previous years um was this like you know amazing uh presence on stage and dancing which again Makes sense why I like BTS so much because they bring that element and more that I really enjoyed from that, like that real good performance quality. But like when I saw her in concert the first time, I was like not quite in the nosebleeds, but I was pretty far. I was like really emotionally overwhelmed. I'm like, I'm in the same room as Britney Spears. (laughs) And so like that was one person, right? This is seven guys. I, I can't I'm just saying I just but I it's like and also with Britney Spears like yeah that would have been have been awesome when um back in the day if I would have been able to go to her concert I would have felt the same way but I never loved or felt the way about Britney Spears or even NSYNC or 98 Degrees that I feel about BTS and I loved their music and they were a huge part of my childhood and, and growing up and the music that I listened to. But BTS has like literally changed my life. And I can't even first, I can't even imagine being in the same continent as them. And then, you know, being in the same room and actually getting to see them perform live and doing the things that they did last night. I just... I would not have been able to make it. No. So luckily we have 
internet footage. <laughs> I don't know. Um, a distance, right? So we can sort of handle it. So like, okay, back to the performance. I know we're getting a little off track. They just do these shots of like V. And V was really a breakout star to me mm-hmm. in these performances. We know that Japan loves V. Like, we've talked about this before. Like, certain destinations have what appears to be, like, their favorite. Like, we said Jimin and, like, Queens, New York. And, you know, a, some. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is very specific, right? Um, but, you know, there are certain places. But V is, like the guy in Japan, right? He but he's a star. Like he's looking at that camera. He's he's doing it. He's doing all of it. He's so intense. He definitely knows how to work a camera and he speaks fluent Japanese. So at the very beginning of um their performance or one of the one of the two performances, like he says something in Japanese and like the crowd goes crazy and yeah, he so I know he's fluent in Japanese and he can he connects with the Japanese fans a lot. Oh, yeah. And I forgot to say, like, they have those monk guys in their robes, like, back. And not <laughs> not just the background dancers, but, like, their own images, like, are, like, put digitally on the stage beneath them. Like, all of this is, like, a very high-functioning... It was amazing. And I mean, and they're like blue because of the lights. And I was like, this is some Avatar-ish going down. <laughs> like, this is on another planet. Sick. I don't even know what to say. Because like, they go into some of the choreography is the same, but not all of it. Yeah, it's it's a little different because it's a little different mix, as I was saying. Um, the main portion of it is the same. So they started a little different than usual. Or just the very beginning and then kind of the the chorus and all that stuff is the same and then there's like a big instrumental part and so yeah like when the monk guys come back they do this whole other section of crazy choreography and another person defying gravity was jimin did you see that part where two i don't even i gotta watch it again two of the guys like pull jimin up and he like basically flies over another guy and they were doing like acrobatics on stage and it was so coming in 2019 uh bts cirque du soleil (laughs) (laughs) i'm a hundred i'm there i'm there i'll pay any amount of money to see that these guys need to stop but don't no don't stop no but (laughs) i say that as like a yeah, I mean, and they just look so good. And see, like, I know I was saying, like, on the red carpet, I appreciated them, like, wearing, like, more colors and stuff. But on stage, I know black is a color that you're like, oh, okay, boring, whatever. But it's not. It's not. Like, they have different textures. Mm-hmm. They have shines. They have, you know, just the detail, the intricacy. And they look so good. Oh, my God. Um. I've literally been thinking about Jungkook's thighs all day in the okay. black pants. So. <laughs> okay, I will. I so I have a boyfriend I'm in a very committed relationship, so I won't like comment too much about stuff like this. But I will say this: Jungkook has my favorite legs out of all the guys. <laughs> yes. I was thinking, like, how do I talk about this without whatever? But I'm like, you know, I appreciate his legs so much. Like, I, I'm always drawn to looking at his legs whenever they dance. Like, they all obviously have a wonderful. This is such a weird conversation. <laughs> they all obviously have really great legs and stuff. But like, whether I'm watching rehearsal videos or them on stage, like Jungkook's legs, I just am like transfixed. And n- his legs in the split, 
no, 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 no. <laughs> I think I think it's his body type. He has like a very athletic body type and they all have different body types. Like Jimin, he and Jimin both have their legs are very defined and they have um I don't know, they have those like defined thighs and calves and some of the other guys don't I don't know, they don't have quite what those two do, but I'm looking at this picture. Oh, I got to stop. Okay. Okay. So oh, also I want to say, speak, well, no, <laughs> we're not going to move on because I have something else to say about Jungkook's body. Okay. And right. I was going to say, this performance was so great that I didn't even realize that they put Jungkook in a freaking tucked in shirt with a belt for fake love, which is something you don't ever do. That was because, the first thing I noticed. I know because usually I like, <laughs> I, I mean, I'll be honest. I look forward to it too. I'm like, oh yeah, he's going to, you know, do the little, the little ab shot, you know, whenever they go into like the course. And, but I was like so transfixed by this performance that it wasn't until I was rewatching it. that I was like, wait a minute, we didn't get our abs. And I was like, wait, who did the costuming on this? You don't ever belt him during <laughs> fake love. But, but what we did get was a little bit of gin shoulder action. If, you go back and rewatch the beginning with the monk. Yes. Like... <laughs> no, no. Like the very beginning of the, um, of the performance, like when they're doing the performance, his jacket kind of comes off. So they all have these like loose kind of black tank tops on under their jackets. And Jin had on kind of a looser jacket and his was very low cut. So like his chest is pretty exposed. And then the beginning of the dance and the choreography, his jacket kind of slips off his shoulder a little bit. And up until BTS, I'm going to say this, I never thought a forehead or a shoulder could be sexy until I met BTS. Because in America, like, people just flaunt stuff all over, so you get really desensitized to it. Idol stars are a lot more conservative, so when something crazy happens or something's, like, exposed, even if it's, like, a kneecap or a shoulder (laughs) or a forehead, you're like, oh my goodness gracious, what is going on here? And especially like Jin doesn't show off like any parts of of anything. He's he's always a little more conservative. Um, but it was one of the parts he's kind of in the he was in the front and center, and his jacket kind of falls off. And but they all looked really good. They all have their belts again and they're like harnesses and stuff. And yeah, Jungkook had a tucked in tucked in shirt. But again, like the black leather pants. I I don't even care that he didn't show his abs because. The performance just was was so good anyway. And yeah, it's so good. So in this performance, like we were saying, it's a little bit different because when they do like, again, the typical choreography, but then they get to like the middle section, like Molly said, with like the instrumentals. And then it's just like so different and artistic. We have, again, the people sneak up on stage. I don't know where they came from, you know, to like do things like holding them in the air they do some different dance moves than we've seen before they're just amazing it's really hard to talk about it because it like i just all i want to do is gush about how great they are and this performance isn't something really you can explain and i honestly thought like the mmas the performance was so grand and on such a grand scale but there was a lot of stuff you could talk in detail about and yeah you definitely needed to see it but this performance I just feel like it's something you have to see like you can't really explain the performance and like I don't know it I've always loved dance and love performances and it just the way that they make you feel it it can't 
Like we can't relay that message through a podcast. Like it's something that you have to watch and see and see how incredibly and insanely talented that they are. And this also, like I, I praise them for the fact that they always sing live because this performance, I felt like they had a lot more choreography and stuff going on with like these little sections, like added sections. And at the very end, you can hear them like heavily breathing into their microphones because they're just like, oh my gosh, like we're, we're dead. Like we, we can't breathe right now because we put on this great performance. They put literally everything they have into every performance that they do. And it just, it amazes me every single time they go on stage. This is like, I think one of their greatest performances ever if not the greatest, like I can't really think of anything that really like compares um, from what I've seen from them. And that's saying a lot because to be honest, fake love isn't my favorite song, you know? I mean, I love it. Like, let's be real, but it's not my favorite song, but like this performance is just like, again, on a different level, they just keep like progressing. One thing I did want to say though, is like what Molly's saying is like, they really establish a mood with this. So it's not Mm -hmm. just like the song or just an intro, which sometimes can seem kind of a little bit detached from like them going into the rest of the portion of their like performance. This is really woven in Mm -hmm. to everything. And like I said, the dance moves, especially at like the instrumental break and like the breakdown and the climax of the song are just like really amazing. And you honestly have to watch it like so many different times because like we said there's a lot of detail and there's a lot of things that you just miss and that you might not even be able to appreciate or catch if you're Mm -hmm. just watching this like once like there's so much that they end up doing that's so different from usual and like molly said like there's this point when like jimin is like lifted up and like i mean he's like lifted up they're like I, I need more of a vocabulary to describe like, things, the things that they're doing. Like, I'm not a dancer. I can't really, like, break it down. But there's, like, a lot more of, like, aerial work. I mm-hmm. mean, they're not, like, in the in, sky. Right. <laughs> so it's not like they're on ribbons in the sky. That's, like, probably the next performance. But <laughs> <laughs> those marionette hands, now they're going to be, like, doing, like, Pink's performance. If you know right. the artist Pink, <laughs> they're going to be spinning in the sky doing a bunch of death drops from ceilings and everything. Um, So they weren't doing that. But they were, like, there's a lot of lifts a lot of like really high leaps jumps turns Mm -hmm. twists and um just really talented and like again i'm just trying to figure out like how do they keep all this straight how do they have the time to work on these amazing performances that are so back to back you know what i mean like when are they doing this they don't sleep they're aliens i you know like they have to be. Well, they haven't been sleeping lately or very often because, um, as we talked about in our last episode, um, they've been sharing so much content. It's actually worked out like the time that they're sharing. We have such a crazy time difference here that a lot of times they do V lives and stuff. It's it's very unfortunate time for us in the States. But because they've been staying up so late and rehearsing so late, then it's like one or two o'clock in the morning there when they're sharing all of this content. So they haven't been sleeping lately. They've had what, like four performances in the last like couple of weeks on top of still having their love yourself tour in a couple of um, in a couple of locations. And then they have another performance coming up tomorrow night. And then they have another performance uh, on Christmas 
Like they have all of these performances and they're so different. And it's not like these are easy choreography that they're just like, oh, kind of standing around and like moving their arms. This is really, really hard stuff. And like Erica kept saying, it's different than what we've seen before. It's not the same fake love choreography. Sure, there's some of the normal stuff in there, but they have all this added extra stuff that definitely takes time. And I do want to make a point we had talked about in length about Jin in our last couple of episodes. And he did not detract once from this performance. Like, he fit in so well. They're so cohesive and so together. And they just, they're absolutely incredible. Words obviously fail us, but this is a podcast that we're going to try. So Fake Love um, ends with, like, the gigantic marionette hands, like, kind of deflating. And also, um, if you looked, like, at, like, more of a shot of the crowd or whatever, I was definitely getting, like, Yoda vibes from, like, the screens, like, the shape of the screens. I was like, this is very Avatar Yoda, like, a blue creature, like, controlling them. So when you're looking at a close-up, it looks like just, like, hands, right? Separate hands and, like, whatever. But when you go far away, there's, like, like this, it's like this creature at the top with, like, little ears and stuff. And I'm pretty sure it was, an inten- it was intentional, but I just thought that was, like, really interesting. And it kind of plays into that marionette thing again. Mm -hmm. But so they have a video. And this time I'll say it's not weird. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like it was more cohesive with like the whole story that they were telling at this award show. It goes back to kind of like the masks that we saw them have some mosaics and everything like that. And they um, say things like take off the mask, show who you really are. So we're going on a progression, right? We're seeing a story kind of like be revealed as they reveal their faces and who they truly are and everything like that so like this is really cool and this is kind of a little bit more of what i want it's like they were listening hey bts is like oh we're listening to this podcast (laughs) 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 so we're gonna change no i'm just hey we do have some downloads from seoul south korea so i can pretend that it was bts listening and that they're taking our advice (laughs) they're like oh yeah yeah so the next one we're gonna do (laughs) i'm just kidding also can we talk about suga i feel like smile the most we've ever seen him smile this entire show yes. yeah it, even in like the like the videos and stuff like that he's like cheesing more than any of the other guys that's like not <laughs> not anything that like happens it's like wait what sugar like he's doing some jungkook looks to the camera i'm like wait a minute <laughs> i know he was so cute if you have a twitter definitely get on twitter and just search for sugar because there's there's one part he got up to accept an award and we'll We'll kind of go over the awards later. Um, but he got up to accept one of the awards and he does like the cutest little giggle. And that's all that's on Twitter now. Like you can't find any other content other than Suga's giggle. And it's 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 really cute. Do you think he's been smiling since they were nominated for a Grammy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's like, I can't stop. OK, so before we go into the next part of the performance, which is the next song, which we're going to talk about a little suspense, there's this shot of them and they're all in white. It's like this heavenly shot. They're white tops, white pants, white shoes. They're all standing there and they're like a formation. And tell me this, Molly, did you not see Backstreet Boys? I wanted that way mm-hmm. in that okay. shot. So. Mm-hmm. Audience, do it with me now. Dum 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 dum. 
back in the day. So another history lesson, but we reference this a lot, but it's also good to reference because there are some artists who are very influential, influential to artists nowadays and everything like that. Some of this imagery that we've seen, we've seen it in ways before, right? So this shot of like the brightness, the white light and whatever is like the I want it that way thing. I'm going to reference some of these things in show notes and you guys should take a look at some of it. But like this shot is like so much that. It is. I'm actually looking at it right now. And it, and it's like the poses, their hands in their pockets, like what they're wearing, everything. Even like their hair colors, to be honest. But yeah, like it, they look like the Backstreet Boys. It's like that same feeling. And obviously it's just a picture. It's not like, oh my gosh, they're trying to be. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I just got that feeling when I was watching it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, after it does like their little intro and then some of the... um some of the wording on there it's talking about like teaching how to use love and teaching how to use power it goes and shows like the the big screen again that i was saying that like moves around and stuff and they had these images on it and it looked like a spaceship and it was actually really cool and like the like two sides went up and kind of connected with the big middle side so those were like the the wings of the ship and then the body of the ship and it was really colorful and there's all this like fun music going on and then comes the music to Anpan Man one of my favorite songs so surprising I love Anpan Man but like I was not expecting that to be the song that we were gonna hear I wasn't either. So I knew, well, <laughs> I say like my sources, <laughs> I had a, <laughs> I have someone who is in a bunch of like different groups and chats and stuff that always are knowing like what they're going to perform and like what time they're going to perform. So I knew they were going to be doing the fake love rocking vibe mix, but I didn't know what other song or songs they were going to do. And all the other artists did like three or four different songs. So we're thinking they're going to be doing even more than they did but by far theirs was the largest scale like all the other artists just kind of they didn't have as big of a stage or as many like people and stuff that bts did on the stage with them i ended up finding something somebody had like that they saw the cue cards or the cue notes or something and they showed that on pond man was the next song so i i kind of knew what to expect and the other award shows i haven't done that i haven't wanted to know i've wanted to be really surprised what they were going to sing even knowing that they were going to do on Pan Main, I was still super, super surprised at, um, at their performance. And I will say this before we get into it. This is my favorite on Pan Main performance that they've ever done by far. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about it because there's a lot of there's a lot going on. We have to start with what they're wearing. <laughs> yes. So, as we said, uh, Cirque de BTS is always moving around on stage. They dance so much. They sweat so much. So what better to step up their level than to put on uh, 15-pound winter parkas? <laughs> and, like, and also a space suit. RM has a full-on. <laughs> <laughs> so space I suit. had literally has on, like, a space suit. And I'd said, like, the middle thing look like a space a spaceship uh sugar has on a nasa hat rm comes up and so they all come up in pairs and rm comes up and 
his little parka whatever thing has a hood on it that looks like a space helmet and he has it over his head and at first i'm like who is that but then i deduce who it was because you could see all the other guys faces i'm like oh my gosh it's rm and he's literally in a spacesuit. and for and, me <laughs> go ahead for me i was like it's so funny because right before this moment Everything was, like, so artistic, so serious, so, Mm -hmm. like, deep, right? And I was, like, wow, this is, like, actually pretty artistically deep. I don't know if I can, like, handle this. Like, this is, like, some, like, museum type of level of, like, art, you know, art history in the making. And then RM comes out from the stage in his, like, spacesuit. And I was, like, okay. And we're back to the silly guys. (laughs) Um, What I like about whenever they perform perform Ampan Man, whether it's in a formal setting like this or at their concerts, which is really loosened up, right? Um, is that it is a loose performance. It's mm-hmm. like them being really silly and really enjoying themselves, which I love to see. Like, I love to see both. I'm glad that we got both. I'm glad we got like the height of their mm-hmm. art artistry and everything. But I'm also glad to see them laughing, being silly, RM, just like on a whole nother planet, literally. Literally. And a, a spacesuit. But I'm also like, okay, why it's already probably like a hundred degrees on stage and then we're gonna add eight layers <laughs> of clothing and down feathers yes. and everything to and it. all of them have on um like these silver or white jackets and they do they look like like they would be wearing like spacesuits and Jimin has on this like big puffy silver jacket yeah. <laughs> and Jin and Sugar have on these silver jackets too. And Jungkook has on a big white jacket. And yeah, RM's is like this down coat and you can tell like he's probably just dripping sweat underneath it. And he ended up pulling like the, the mask off, but, or the little hood, but then he put it back on later. So I don't know. I don't know how he was like breathing in that thing. And under all of these lights, but it was such a good performance. It was so much fun. And it, it, somebody had said on Twitter, they're like, I love how BTS can turn this into like a BTS concert. And it was, it was like they were performing at a concert. They were so loose and fun. And oh, just let me tell you, J Hope is like the king of improvisation when it comes to like background words and stuff. Like, like, uh, yeah, let's get it, you know, and, and stuff <laughs> like that. And he like, he is on point with like his timing and what he says and it's different in every performance, but he knows like exactly what to say and when to say it. Yeah. It was so much fun. Like I almost, I didn't like it better than the fake love performance, but it was on par with it. And even though they were two totally different performances, (laughs) I know, right. (laughs) It was still, it was, it was just fun and funny and they are just, they're the best. <laughs> BTS is giving us two groups in one, right? They're giving us mm-hmm. two for the price of one. We're going to give you your serious, artistic, Grammy-worthy mm-hmm. performance. And then we're going to give you silly, fun guys that everybody knows and loves. Um, and we love that. Speaking of J-Hope, I feel like whenever we do these re- recaps, we don't really speak too much about him. Obviously, we did at the last award show because he had um, a solo portion that was really fantastic but for the most part I feel like he's been kind of like I don't want to say fading because that's not fair but like we don't end up like discussing him as much but I feel like J-Hope along with V really stood out at Mm -hmm. this particular award show and I feel like that has not 
been like the case in the other ones like there's been just other members that have like really like shown more Mm -hmm. and that always sounds weird because as a unit they shine together and obviously they're noticed in everything but I'm just saying like just differently and um it was really nice to see because like I feel like sometimes J-Hope doesn't get the credit for just how talented he is and I, I liked seeing him shine but this was just like so funny but there's a there are moments like we said where you can see them like the camera zooms on them and you can see them breathing <laughs> like <gasps> like like how I would be if I tried to do <laughs> one move <laughs> one of their moves and I'm like they're in this tin foil looking like they're roasting like baked potatoes you know I don't know you know about I mean, I like the costuming. I like the way it looks. And they're so professional. They're like, oh, we're going to keep dancing. We're going to keep moving like nothing's bothering us. But I'm like, um, <laughs> I feel like this is a little bit like torture, <laughs> you know, like but if you watch a lot of their performances, they always wear long sleeve stuff. They're always in hoodies and like coats and yeah, they might have like a sleeveless shirt on under it, but they always have on something long sleeve. This and like is... in almost every single performance and and I've always thought like why can't they have on something that's like breathable that they're not going to like pass out in but this was like next level of <laughs> of stuff and... this was extreme I mean I loved it but extreme <laughs> well but... and so at the end of the performance one of my favorite gifts that has come out of this was it RM? Yes. So RM like does his little pose that he does at the end, his umpa man, and he's doing like showing his muscles. And he's, you can tell he's like kind of on his, or he's leaning back on his heels and he just falls backwards and just sits on the ground. And it definitely wasn't intentional. You can see like Jimin breaks character and just starts laughing and all the other guys are like, oh my gosh, what's he doing? And it's like, oh, this coat was so heavy that it just like drug him backwards <laughs> and he couldn't even hold, he couldn't even stand up anymore. Well, what's funny about this is like, we we were talking about it. We're like, they must be so hot. Oh my gosh. And we're like, what is RM doing? And he's baking up. Uh, It looks like when he puts like the hood back on it, it's like, I think it's fogging up. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's so hot and there it's fogging up. And so he's like, he's going to pass out. So when we got to the end and then he like falls down, he's like, there you go. I told you. <laughs> it's like he, it's like he tried to make it through the whole performance. And then now it's like, uh, we're going to need some CPR. We're going to need some mouth to mouth resuscitation because these guys are just, this is unreal. So it's just like really funny. Like the falling back just kind of played into our narrative of like, they're about ready to pass out. <laughs> yeah. Which definitely is not a laughing matter because Jungkook has like almost passed out in the past. And we've we saw that in the burn the stage movie that they like push themselves so hard to that point to make a great performance. And, you know, I don't ever want them to like think they have to do that, but it was, it was so funny and it was great and and like we've talked about this before with like rm like he's like kind of like the silent everyone's favorite like and everything but i feel like this performance more than ever would be like me if i were in a boy band (laughs) like he just is like too into the suit he's in his own like sort of world and everything Mm -hmm. with the suit like oh guys look i'm gonna be a robot i'm going to just be in this corner of the stage in my space suit, loving it, but maybe putting it on too much and then overheating. 
Um, yeah, like the rest of the group is like doing their choreography and RM's just off to the side <laughs> doing his own choreography by himself. <laughs> if there was ever a gifable performance by BTS, this is whole this thing, there's millions of gifts. Like, and I, I have about 300 of those saved already. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so hard because like when you're in a moment, like, okay, I've actually wanted to talk about this for a while. Like, so when we were first getting into BTS, we just have all this content that we can consume, right? And so you're consuming it a little bit differently because you're just like, okay, give me more. Like, give me more. Like, Britney Spears. Oh, anyway, <laughs> um, you're, like, just watching it, right? And you see, like, the Mama Awards, you know, from past years. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. But it's different when it's actually, like, happening or it's, like, now, you know? You're watching it, like, differently. And I can't explain the difference. But it's, like, you know, you're just, like, what's going to happen? The scrutiny. It's it's a different way of consuming it rather than just, like, taking it in. It's hard to say, like, when you're watching it like that, what is going to be, in the long run, a performance that, like, you go back to or that you really love or that is, like, again, that that performance that we always like reference or come back to. But I think that this one is going to be one of those just because of like, it had everything right. Mm -hmm. Um, And mama in the past when I've been consuming all these has been there, those performances on that have been some of my all time favorite performances to watch and rewatch over and over again. And this is like falling back into like that sort of same thing. It excites me for their Hong Kong performance because that's going to be like their main stage. And um, again, this is the 10 year anniversary of Mama as well. And it was the 10 year anniversary of the Mellon Music Awards. So I feel like all these stages are just so big. I'll have to find it so we can link it. There's like a teaser video and it talks about how this is the end. Of- yeah of like their era and it and it is because they're going to have like a new comeback and it's the end of the love yourself era like these are going to be their last performances for the most part like of these songs and i'm sure other concerts down the road they'll do their main you know their main songs from from these like they do from some of their other albums but this is it like this is they're closing a chapter and they're starting a new chapter it's very sad, but it's also very exciting at the same time because we this is what we started with was the love yourself chapter. And I think both of us needed to start with this. If we, Erica said this before, like if she would have started listening to them and some of their other eras that they were in, she might not be as invested. And I think I would be the same way. I love a lot of their old songs, but it's only because like I got into them because of their new songs and then I learned to love their old songs by going and reading their lyrics and and what they mean and if I would have just like heard some of their older stuff I'd been like oh yeah they're you know they're a cute little band whatever because of when we came in to BTS and in this love yourself and and their message and everything it just like it really means a lot to me personally and so it's kind of um kind of sad that it's you know that this era is going to be over but I'm really looking forward to what their next era is going to be. I um I totally agree with you. I think that you find things at like the right time and when you're ready for it. And I definitely wasn't ready for BTS <laughs> until until now. And like I said, I even knew that about them maybe about like a year ahead of you, but like I wasn't ready to fully dive in. And I was thinking about this the other day that I'm really thankful that I did when I did. It was just like really a 
an appropriate time for me in my life, like the right Mm -hmm. time to like really invest into it. And so I'm glad that I could like also go on the journey at the, at the same time as you, it'll be interesting to see how like this era changes. So they're really at their best right now. Um, It's amazing when a group, an artist, anybody has like that moment of like just this blossoming and like when everybody kind of gets, uh gets on page or and uh, sees it i mm-hmm. feel like this is happening for instance to like ariana grande and it may not be happening so much internationally so i don't really know the relevance of that but at least in the united states she's been around for a while and you know she's famous and everything but i feel like she's having her own like artist awakening right now mm-hmm. where she's really growing to be the like a top top player and like also just like really finding her sound and her voice and everything. I feel like Taylor Swift had that when she did her 1989, like sort of thing. Like that's when Mm -hmm. she kind of like really burst into the scene. And of course she was famous before that and people knew of her, but that's when you become like a, a different level of famous. And that's what's happening with BTS. Like obviously they were famous in Korea and other parts of the world before this. Um, they didn't just start yesterday, but it's this love yourself era that like really took it to a different level that is like super universal and is unparalleled. Mm-hmm. And um, I am so thankful that I've gotten to be a part of the journey, even if it's only been briefly, like we said, um, and I definitely want more, but <laughs> it's just been like so wonderful. So I'm kind of sad to see this sort of era end, but I'm also very excited to see what else they have in store. Me too. I was telling Erica this earlier. I only got about two hours of sleep, but they give me this energy. Every award show that I've stayed up, about 30 minutes before BTS comes on, I start hitting that wall where I get really tired and I have to force myself to stay up. I'm like, BTS is coming. I know they're coming on. And then the second that their intro starts or that they're like, Bang Ten Sonia Dawn is coming on. And I just like, I instantly just, I don't know what it is. It's like the adrenaline or endorphins because they make me so happy. And then that sustains me literally for the rest of the day. And I haven't been really tired today. I haven't been unproductive. You know, I had to work today and I was productive at work. And it's like, if, if I stayed up for other reasons, I wouldn't, I would just be a zombie and they just, they give me this energy and this happiness. And I've seen on Twitter lately, a lot of people, you know, we always talk about how we're a little bit older army fans and how people are saying that they're being made fun of because they're older and that they love BTS, but it shouldn't matter if it's something that makes you happy It doesn't matter what age you are and there's no age on what can or cannot make you happy. And especially with music, music is universal. It has no age. Their music and their personalities and their performances and everything that they do makes me happy. That's all that matters. And that's all that should matter. And it doesn't matter how old we are or how young we are. We talked about this, how much merchandise that we have. We love them the same as everyone else and they make us so happy and they make me happy and I'm just I'm really grateful and thankful also that we came into it together and at the time that we did yes so we should talk a little bit more about the awards that they won 
the very first night was for up and coming idols. And then it was also for like best choreographer, producer, director, people behind the scenes, things like that. So BTS as a group actually won four awards that night. Erica's boy, Sun Sung Duke, won best choreographer again. Yes, and he should have won choreographer of forever. Yes. <laughs> of any time, not just of the year, because like though oh he's so amazing. He is. Oh, and I, I just started following him on Instagram and he and his wife had a baby recently and he's really cute. So you should follow him on Instagram, too. Um, also, P-Dog, again, was named Best Producer. P-Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super happy about this one. I'm not sure how you pronounce her name. Um, they spell it M-U and then colon E. So, um, but she won for um, best art director and production designer. So I'm super happy about that because I think they have such a great production value. Um, and she won it for her work on uh, Fake Love. I know we've talked about that in other episodes, like especially for Fake Love, their production value and like their music videos and their art direction. And if she's the head of it, like she's absolutely amazing. Um, I think they're on another level from other artists when it comes to their music videos and their their like stage productions. And then also our uh, CEO and founder of Big Hit, our Bang PD, he was named this year's best executive producer. And then last night, as I had said, was the fans' choice. So these were all like fan-nominated awards. They won the top 10 award again. So there's 10 different artists that win this top 10 award and they were one of the top 10 winners. Then they also won the most popular music video for Idol. And they won the best dance artist. We just literally discussed in length about why they should have won that award because they're amazing dancers. New this year at MAMA was the Icon of the Year Award. So all of the top 10 winners were um, eligible for the Icon of the Year. And this was actually like a live vote during the show. You vote on um, on like a social platform. So like on Twitter, you would have done hashtag MAMA, hashtag BTS. And this was like a live vote throughout the show. And at the end of the show, whoever had the most votes throughout the show won one icon of the year and bts won icon of the year and this was a new um <laughs> a new one this year and sugar when um when they won this award he a couple of them said stuff and then he said something he goes oh this is the first year for this award and we're the first ones to win it he's like i hope they bring this award back next year and it was just really cute because he I don't know, just how he acknowledged that it was the first time that they had had it. And that they're the first winners of the award. But so they've won eight awards so far at MAMA. And the main event isn't even till tomorrow night. So I'm looking forward to that. I want to go back and talk about the executive producer award. Because, like, that's not really anything that um, we have that definitely is not even fan voted. You know, I, you don't really hear about that. Oh, that wasn't a fan voted one. Oh, okay. Well then. <laughs> oh yeah, that was from the first night. Yeah. But still, like I feel like on like the Grammys and whatever, I'm sure that there are awards that are given out like maybe like that, but we just never hear them like covered whatsoever. But we also don't really know executives here. Like whereas Big Hit obviously um 
is so intrinsic to you know bts and we know about like their story and stuff so like then you're rooting for them you're like yeah they deserve awards yeah we know their team and we're we know that what we see with bts is not just bts it's like so many people come together to make this vision a reality so it's so great to see them get recognized yep i agree and BTS is is very vocal about they wouldn't be who they are without the people behind them. And so it's great to see and get to know the names of the people who help them to be who they are and to help them put the music out that they do. Um, and even though we know that they write a lot of their music and they're the ones that perform it, there's all of these people behind the scenes, all their dancers, all their um, the art directors and producers and all of that that help make that happen. We love them. So, yeah, we are looking forward to Mama. It's technically in the States. It is, well, they're they're 13 hours ahead of me. So on the 14th, Korea Standard Time of December will be Mama Hong Kong. So for us here, that will be very late tomorrow night or very early Friday morning, um, depending on how you want to look at it. So I will once again be staying up to watch live and we will bring you coverage from that after it happens yes indeed so that's gonna be it for us for now so why say no when you can say bt yes yay see y'all next time